and Madhavendra Puri, upon leaving the Brahman, graced, he ate the sweet rice offered to him by Krishna in great ecstatic love. And after this, he washed the pot and broke it into pieces and bound them in his cloth to take with him. And each day, it is said, Madhavendra Puri would eat one piece of that earthen pot. And after eating it, he would immediately be overwhelmed with ecstasy. He would think, the Lord has given me a pot of sweet rice. And when the people hear of this tomorrow, there will be great crowds. So out of humility, he did not want to become famous. He did not want to become very well known as a special Paramahamsa Vaishnava. He wanted to simply remain in a very ordinary position, secretly worshipping Krishna in his heart. So thinking like this, Madhavendra Puri offered his obeisances to Gopinath on that very spot and left Ramuna. And walking and walking, he finally reached Jagannath Puri. And when he approached Raghunath Puri, he was overwhelmed in great ecstasy of love of God. He sometimes stood up and sometimes fell to the ground. Sometimes he laughed, danced, and sang. In this way, he enjoyed transcendental bliss by seeing the Jagannath deity. When Madhavendra Puri came to Jagannath Puri, all the people around were aware of his reputation. In fact, everywhere he went on the way to Jagannath Puri, every town and every village, before he arrived, his reputation was already understood by everyone, and they all greeted him and celebrated him. He did not like this. <laughs> so he was always going from one place to another. It is explained by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. Even though one may not like it, reputation is ordained by providence. Indeed, one's transcendental reputation is known throughout the entire world. Being afraid of his reputation, Madhavendra Puri fled from Ramuna. But the reputation brought by love of Godhead is so sublime that it goes along with the devotee as if following him. Madhavendra Puri wanted to leave Jagannath Puri because the people were honoring him as such a great devotee. However, this threatened his service. This is a very important principle. He was very much not liking Jagannath Puri because everyone was honoring him and worshiping him. And in his heart, he just wanted to leave and get away from all this botheration of receiving honor, respect, worship, love, obeisances, gifts. But he knew that his service was to get sandalwood for Gopal. And the only way to get the sandalwood, he had to remain in Jagannath Puri. So for the sake of service to Gopal, he was willing to tolerate all of this respectfulness and all of this honor and all of this worship. And in this way, this is the position of a real acharya or guru. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he used to say, that when I sit on this Vyasasana, I feel like a dog sitting on a throne that is meant for a king. But still, because it is the order of my Gurudev, I must tolerate this for the sake of serving my disciples. So a devotee is willing to endure if one enjoys being glorified, enjoys being praised, then that person is in a very unfortunate material conception of life. Actually, a guru, a Vaishnava in the true sense. So Madhavendra Puri told the servants of Lord Jagannath and all the great devotees there the story of the appearance of Gopal. And he told about the dream. So they made wonderful arrangements to assist him by collecting sandalwood. And in great pleasure they endeavored to collect it. And those who were acquainted with government officers met with them 
and begged for camphor and sandalwood, which they collected. One Brahmin and one servant were given to Madhavendra Puri just to carry the sandalwood. And he was also given the necessary traveling expenses to get past the toll collectors. See, even for great souls like Madhavendra Puri, even over 500 years ago, still there were so many obstacles by the government. <laughs> Paying taxes, tolls, release papers. He was just a complete Paramhamsa Vaishnava. Why did he deal with all these things? Sometimes people, when they want to take the devotional service, they don't want to have to deal with any of these things. They just go to Braja and just chant Hare Krishna. That is very good. But we see in Madhavendra Puri's case, when Krishna wants you to do some seva, even if you have to con go through all of the ordeals of getting permits and getting papers and getting licenses and dealing with all sorts of materialistic people and contaminating places, huh? a devotee is willing to do it because this is the will of the Lord. Arjuna, he did not want to fight that bloody war of Kurukshetra. He would have rather just left and chant Haribo. <laughs> Krishna said, it is my order, you fight. And fighting means, ah, so many implications, so many problems, so many complications. So Madhavendra Puri was supplied with the release papers, and then he had to go. And in this way he started for Vrindavan with the burden of sandalwood. And after some days he again reached Ramuna, and he went to the Gopinath temple. This was also very dangerous. He had one Brahmin and one servant. But do you know how valuable in those days sandalwood and camphor were? He had to travel mostly through jungles, through forests, through towns and villages. There were thieves, dacoits, rogues who could rob him, kill him. But he was fearless. Whatever Krishna wills, let it be. I am his servant. So when Madhavendra Puri reached the temple of Gopinath, he offered his respectful obeisances many times at the lotus feet of the Lord. In the ecstasy of love, he began to dance and sing without cessation. And when the Pujari again saw Madhavendra Puri, he offered his respects and he gave him sweet rice prasad and made him eat. Madhavendra Puri was so humble, people would have to make him eat. <laughs> Madhavendra Puri took rest that night. But toward the end of the night, he had another dream. Madhavendra Puri dreamed that Gopal came before him again and said, O Madhavendra Puri, I have already received all the sandalwood and camphor. The Gopal of Vrindavan is speaking to him. Now just grind all the sandalwood together with the camphor and then smear the pulp on the body of Gopinath daily until it is finished. There is no difference between Mahdi body and Gopinath's body. They are one and the same. Therefore, if you smear the sandalwood pulp on the body of Gopinath, you will naturally also smear it on my body. Thus, the temperature of my body will be reduced. You should not hesitate to act according to my order. Believing in me, just do what is needed. After giving these instructions, Gopal disappeared and Madhavendra Puri awoke. And he immediately called for the servants of Gopinath and told them that smear the body of Gopinath with this camphor and sandalwood I have brought for Gopal in Vrindavan. Do this regularly every day. If the sandalwood pulp is smeared over the body of Gopinath, then Gopal will be cooled. 
After all, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is completely independent and His order is all-powerful. The servants of Gopinath were very pleased to hear this because it was the summer season and it was very hot. So Madhavendra Puri gave his two assistants to regularly grind the sandalwood and two other people would help. And that was their service, to just grind the sandalwood and present to Gopinath. In this way, every day Gopinath's body was completely covered with the sandalwood pulp. And Madhavendra Puri stayed there until the entire stock was finished. And at the end of the summer, Madhavendra Puri returned to Jagannath Puri, where he remained with great pleasure during the whole period of Chaturmasya. For today, that same temple of Gopinath is still present in Remuna. And still, every evening, 12 pots of this cure is offered in earthen containers. And within the compound of the temple of Gopinath is also the Samadhi of Rasikananda, who was the topmost and most intimate disciple of um, Shamananda Prabhu. Very, very holy place. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he was personally praising the glories of his Param Guru, Madhavendra Puri, by narrating the wonderful story, describing the characteristics of his love for Krishna. And of course, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is none different than that Gopal and Gopinath, took the greatest pleasure and relish describing the glories of his devotee. And then Lord Chaitanya asked Nityananda Prabhu to judge whether there was anyone within the world as fortunate as Madhavendra Puri. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Madhavendra Puri was so fortunate that Krishna personally appeared before him in the plea of delivering milk. Three times the Lord gave orders to Madhavendra Puri in dreams. Being obliged because of the loving affairs of Madhavendra Puri, Lord Krishna himself appeared as Gopal, and accepting his service, he liberated the whole world. On account of Madhavendra Puri, Lord Gopinath stole the sweet rice, and thus he became known as Kir Chora Gopinath. To this day, this is the name of the temple, Kir Chora Gopinath, which means the thief who stole the sweet rice. Madhavendra Puri smeared the sandalwood pulp over the body of Gopinath, and in this way he was overpowered with love of Godhead. This is Mahaprabhu speaking. In the provinces of India governed by the Mohammedans, there was much inconvenience in traveling with sandalwood and camphor. And because of this, Gopal knew that Madhavendra Puri could get in very much trouble. So therefore, the Lord was so merciful and attached to his devotee that he told him to simply offer all of this to Gopinath. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu placed the standard of Madhavendra Puri's intense love before Nityananda Prabhu for judgment. All his loving activities are uncommon, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. Indeed, one is struck with wonder to hear his activities. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued, Sri Madhavendra Pura used to remain alone. He was completely renounced and always very silent. He was uninterested in everything material, and for fear of talking about mundane things, he always lived without a companion. It was a very advanced consciousness. We cannot imitate such great souls as Madhavendra Puri. Because if we live all alone, we may not talk all nonsense, but we will undoubtedly think all nonsense. <laughs> Therefore, it is very, very vital and important for our spiritual lives to be in the association of saintly persons. And in that saintly association, 
to never allow mundane topics, gossip, or rumors to come into our lives, but to always hear and glorify the pastimes, the names of Krishna, and to always engage in discussions of how to better serve our Guru Dev and Sri Krishna. After receiving the transcendental orders of Gopal, this great personality traveled thousands of miles just to collect sandalwood by begging. You see, it is described in the Shastra that the message of Krishna comes through Gurudev. In the 11th canto of the Bhagavatam, it is described by Krishna to Uddhava that you should know the Acharya to be my very self. When he speaks, it is me speaking. Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur explains the real path of bhakti is to make the order of the guru one's life and soul. Because to make the order of guru one's life and soul means to make the order of Krishna one's life and soul. This was Madhavendra Puri's consciousness. There was no question of convenience or inconvenience. Whatever serves you, my lord. If I have to travel barefoot thousands of miles through all dangerous lands, Without hesitation, it was his great pleasure. Although Madhavendra Puri was hungry, he would not beg food to eat. This renounced person carried a load of sandalwood for the sake of Gopal. Without considering his personal comforts, Madhavendra Puri carried 82 pounds of sandalwood and 8 ounces of camphor to smear the body of Gopal. This transcendental pleasure was sufficient for him. His pleasure in life was simply that Krishna was so kind to give him some seva. He was not concerned whether it's difficult, whether it's easy. He was simply grateful and pleased that Krishna has so kindly given me some seva. And believe me, this service is so difficult, what he performed, millions of times more difficult than anything we've ever been asked to do. But Madhavendra Puri gladly, gratefully accepted it. Since there were restrictions, Madhavendra Puri was not at all anxious during the long journey to Vrindavan through the provinces governed by the Mohammedans and filled with unlimited numbers of watchmen. Although Madhavendra Puri did not have a farthing with him, he had no money, he was not afraid to pass by the toll officers. His only enjoyment was carrying the load of sandalwood to Vrindavan for Gopal. This is very important. A true devotee who is really the servant of the servant of the servant his Guru Dev gives him a load, a load of service. And for a materialistic person, this load appears very troublesome. But for a true devotee, to carry this load is his only pleasure in life. This is the consciousness that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is teaching. This is the natural result of intense love of Krishna. The devotee does not consider personal con inconveniences or impediments. In all circumstances, he wants to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com. <laughs>